Hello and welcome to the InfraDig podcast, which is being recorded in person at the PPP Americas conference in Panama. Uh, this is an event that's being hosted by the Inter-American Development Bank. Exceptionally good event. Um, an awful lot of public sector organizations are here. And um, gosh, there's about 500 people in the room. And I gather there's about 7,000 people who are tuning in. Not, not to this, although I do hope to get 7,000 listeners. But enough of me. Let me, tell me, let me make my introductions first. And uh, uh, this one's a little bit different. This one's going to involve translation. Oh, this is new territory. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> um, introductions. Me, I'm Angus Leslie Marvel, and I'm editorial director of IJ Global, Infrastructure Journal. I have with me three people in the room, which is uh, not the usual. Um, one of them is David Alvarez, who yes. has kindly come along to do be our translator. Thank you very much, David. Yeah. I have with me Israel and Gustavo from Ecuador. Um, David, can you please just briefly introduce, um, tell, I can pronounce one of the surnames, so, <laughs> David, can you? <laughs> well, I'm going to ask, uh, thank you, Angus, for the invitation. We're going to ask first uh, Gustavo to uh, say his name. Please. So, Gustavo. I can't. Uh, hi, I am Gustavo Camacho. Under Secretary of Fiscal Policy in the Ministry of Economic and Finance. My English is not so good, so I would prefer to speak in Spanish. That's good. <laughs> My Spanish ain't so good, so uh, <laughs> we'll compromise. I want, I want their voices to be heard. And Mr. Are you going to do it in English or in Spanish? How are you going to do it? Hola, ¿cómo estás? Soy Drago Rosuelta. Trabajo para el Ecuador desde el Ministerio de Finanzas en un programa del Banco Interamericano de Desarrollo justamente para apoyar el desarrollo de PIPES en el país. Right, and that was Israel, and Israel is part of the uh, uh, ITV program to support the Ministry of Finance in Ecuador, and he provides uh, assistance in the development of PPP projects, and the, especially the legal side. Okay. So that was Israel, Gustavo and Israel from Ecuador. Okay, um, thank you for that. Um, this is working splendidly. I like this. <laughs> um, first things first, I want to tell can you please um, just run through the role of the Ministry of Finance in the delivery, the procurement of infrastructure in Ecuador? So basically, the Ministry of Finance in Ecuador is uh, doing two main uh, things. Number one is providing resources for projects to be uh, developed and procured. And number two, which is the most important thing that they do, is to manage the fiscal risk involved in the project, especially those that are related to like, fixed fiscal risk and what they call contingent liabilities. So to do that, I mean, the Ministry of Finance uh, does that in order to make sure that the fiscal sustainability is kept mm -hmm. in the country despite all the projects. Right. Okay. Y como parte del desarrollo y del cumplimiento del ministerio. So, as part of the entire role of the Ministry of Finance, they have also developed very specific regulation mm -hmm. to deal with the fiscal risk 
and, and, and all the risks that, are, that, are, that come from PPP projects and uh, regulations directly for uh, projects that are procured as a PPP uh, project. And obviously, the Ministry of Finance has adopted that in order to facilitate the entire evaluation of projects. So they, they have now uh, established clear regulation for all that. Okay, so you have your PPP law in place, would you say? Tenemos una ley APP que no es reciente, es del año 2015, pero no. So yes, they have they have a PPP law in place. It's been in place since 2015. But what is new is the regulation that they just uh, uh, drafted and approved re regulation recently in Ecuador uh, to help manage all the fiscal risk and the process of PPPs entirely. So there's there's a new updated regulation in place. Okay, so is this the start of something big for Ecuador? Sí. Um, ¿Cuál es la, el propósito final o más grande que tenemos con la nueva regulación APP? Yes, this is an inflection point for Ecuador in the sense that all the regulation in place with the previous law um, allows them to have better uh, management of not only the projects, but all the fiscal risks that are involved in projects which were not really being managed in the past and, and, and establishes a clear process for projects. So the idea is for this uh, new regulation that is in place now to facilitate uh, not only projects, but also facilitate the role of the Ministry of Finance in managing all the risks and provide a clear path for projects. Y esto es un hito bastante importante en realidad, aplicación de todo lo relacionado a las APP. Okay, so, it is an important milestone for Ecuador. Um, prior to the approval of the regulation, uh, projects that were approved in the past, the Ministry of Finance did not have any really visibility in terms of the how the projects were structured and the risk that those projects involved. Now, with the new regulation in place, which also establishes a clear process under for the Ministry of Finance, um, they pro they now have better visibility in terms of uh, not only the projects, the risks that involve, and they can provide more certainty to the private sector in terms of developing the projects and the projects that they're being procured. So yes, it's a big milestone for Ecuador. Excellent. Okay. Um, let's let's take a look at projects that um, are in the pipeline or being considered. And um, I believe, uh, you know, energy and transport are key for you at the moment. Uh, let's, start, let's start with energy, because uh, from, from our brief chat before this um, podcast, it, it felt to me like energy was top billing. Mm -hmm. um, so what sort of energy? Are we talking about renewables? Are we talking about baseload? Um, what are the plans on the front for energy? Me parece que el sector energético es el que más ha avanzado con esta nueva generación. The um, energy is the sector that has made the most progress in terms of uh, uh, PPPs. Um, in terms of specific projects, there are two hydroelectric projects that are being that are being considered under PPP uh, projects, and one is called Cardenillo, and the other one is called Santiago. And those are two projects that are still in the pre-feasibility uh, phase, 
um, that will be procured uh, soon, probably, uh, not sure this, this year, but early next year. Uh, but definitely those are two big projects of sizable that are being considered as PPPs and they belong to the, to the energy sector. Mm -hmm. But you need big projects. You're not looking for wind farms here, solar parks there. Um, Existe también un portafolio amplio de esos proyectos, pero... There's also renewable projects mm -hmm. that are being considered not as under the PPP law, mm -hmm. but under a separate law that they call concessions law, right. that also, but it, they don't call it PPP, they call it more a concession, but it's pretty much the same uh, kind of project finance structure is being, uh, it is a privately financed Mm -hmm. and invest, uh, investment projects, and those include uh, renewables in different sectors, yes. Algo importante, pero algo importante es que de la regulación que hace un momento comenzó. The regulation that we mentioned earlier in the podcast um, covers PPP regulation, I mean PPP procurement, mm -hmm. and those other concession projects which are also projects that are delegated to the private sector mm -hmm. to be uh, developed and, and funded and everything else. So the regulation is pretty robust in terms of including whether you procure it under a PPP law or you procure it under a concession assisting uh, legislation, which they're both privately developed projects, but under two, uh, under two different legislations that, uh, that are being covered by the same regulation, basically. Okay, and a lot of these projects will, in the renewable space, will not really involve the government at all. Whether merchant risk, uh, merchant projects that will be just developed by private developers, and so I don't suppose that really impacts you. Are we seeing a lot of that activity on that front? In, in estos proyectos de energía renovable, the renewable projects they are. Uh, 10 projects that have been uh, procured and awarded recently and those uh, projects are completely financed and, and developed by the private sector. Uh, the only uh, intervention in that sense that the public sector will have will be through the power purchase agreements um, and, and they're being structured by a regular uh, way using a power purchase agreement where the government is going to uh, purchase all the uh, produce energy from those projects. Excellent. Okay, okay. Um, let's switch on to transport, more and more traditional for the PPP space. Um, what, what, what ambitions, uh, what do you have in the pipeline, what, what are you driving forward with, no pun intended, um, in the transport space? Hay siete proyectos so there are seven transportation projects uh, for that involve kind of the expansion of, of different transportation surface transportation mm -hmm. projects, and there are other set of projects that are more related to uh, operation and maintenance, um, and and those are uh, kind of the entire portfolio of transportation projects that they're looking at. So that's brownfield expansions, existing roads, upgrading the roads, turning them into motorways, and uh, the other ones, uh, just O&M concessions to take over the operation up and keep the roads in good repair. Mm -hmm. 
So yes, that's correct. They they have parts that are operations and maintenance of mm-hmm. existing brownfield mm-hmm. projects. And uh, there's also other set that are involved more expansion and heavy investments, and even including uh, new construction. So yeah, there's there's a, a wide range of activity there. Okay. Are there any ambitions on the social infrastructure front? Any plans down maybe in the future for hospitals, sanitation, water sanitation? Está levantándose información para tener estudios de respaldo para. So there is an effort to put together information and formulate projects in the health sector, mm-hmm. uh, especially Ecuador is taking a look at potential centers, dialysis centers. Oh, yes. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. And, and that information is being compiled and analyzed, uh, analyzed by, the, uh, by the government of Ecuador, and hopefully they'll be uh, launching something soon. But, but yeah, they've been taking a look at the health sector. Okay. Um, you know, uh, when, when we come to these uh, gatherings, so many people from the public side, and you've got the whole of Latin America here and the Caribbean, sorry, I shouldn't leave them out. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your message to the market? Because there, there's, there's six main drivers for the LATAM market. And um, everyone else seems to be getting their houses in order, arranging things so that they're ready to build out PPP programs. What would your message be to the market? Uh, Ecuador is open for business? Estamos abiertos a los negocios totalmente abiertos. Ecuador is open for business. Uh, The framework that they have put together um, looks to facilitate uh, the the attraction of of more investment. Obviously, they want to do that, uh, taking into consideration the public interest, the the, the interest of of those in need that they want to deliver infrastructure. But yes, the 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 message is uh, Ecuador is open for business and and taking taking all these steps to be ready and prepare robust framework together with the role of Ministry of Finance to facilitate that. Excellent. And uh, the IDB, of course, has played um, a strong role in getting getting you to the stage. Yes. Totally. De hecho, el PIB nos ha apoyado con una línea de. Totally, the uh, IDV is has been supportive of Ecuador, and presently IDV has um, has a line of credit granted to Ecuador, so Ecuador can uh, continue to make progress in the development of their PPP program, um, and they're helping in different in, in different angles and different. Uh, providing different technical assistance, but the IDB has been very involved in, in providing support to the Ministry of Finance and Ecuador in general. Marvelous. Well, I think that pretty much brings us to the end of this podcast. I wish you the very best of luck. It sounds like you've got an exciting uh, program of work ahead of you. Um, I'd like to thank you, Israel, Gustavo. Thank you very much. I'm not going near those surnames. <laughs> David, <laughs> apologies. Uh, French and German, I can knock that out of the park, but Spanish really leaves me cold sometimes. David, thank you so much. Your, your support has been inestimable. Um, and for the listener, I wish I could say this in Spanish. I hope you found this to be anything but infradig.